0: Real quick, before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk, and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out, and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today on the show, we have Alex Harper. Hi, Alex. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We're super excited to, to chat about all the things you have going on, actor, photographer, extraordinaire yeah, yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah thank for you. Our, <laughs> yeah, for the, our listeners who may not know who you are, do you mind giving them a background on who you are and how you got into photography?
2: Sure. Let me keep it short and sweet since I feel like I could ramble for quite a long time. We don't mind if you ramble either. Yeah, yeah,
0: let it go. Let it it roll.
2: (laughs) So I'm Alex Harper. I'm a photographer, actor, creative based out of Los Angeles. Um, I've been shooting for pretty much as long as I can remember, which is sort of a silly answer, but my mom is a photographer, graphic designer. So I kind of grew up always with a camera around. Um, I primarily was shooting on film when I first started developing my own film, blah, blah, blah. Got into digital around college, was really liking that, and then fell back into film really heavily probably five or six years ago uh, Mm -hmm. around the time that I was really making this a job. So that's the long and the short of it, but... Yeah.
0: Nice.
1: So I, I so we a huge fan of your work, by the way, So it's like Big really killer, yeah. killer stuff. Thank you. Where did where did how did you, I guess, launch into this career? Like bring us to, back to the beginning of of when you started making it like your job, like you said.
2: So it's actually I really I love this story quite a bit. I had moved to Los Angeles right after I graduated high school and had sort of said at that time, I I was going to school for acting. Mm. I had said that's all I'm moving out here to do. That's all I want to do. That's the only kind of creative that I am, and had really set a uh, camera aside. And a few years into college, I started dating my, he's still my boyfriend now, but I had started dating. His name is Darren shortly after I had started college. And I just kept remembering him saying like, you, you talk about photography all the time. Why don't you ever shoot? You talk about it. Come on, Uh let's just bring the camera. out. Come on, come on, come on. And I had said, no, 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 no. And he had just kept pestering me. I'm not even really sure why. And so <laughs> I had just taken a couple photos of him, of things that were around, and it felt really good. It was so fun. But I, because mm. I really like just let the camera like, collect dust.
0: Mm. And
2: this was so long ago, I had been putting photos on Facebook and yep. ended up just uploading them there. And then, of course, because I go to school with a bunch of actors, everyone was like, oh, I need headshots. I need photos for Uh this. I need blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I can do that. I need 40 bucks, 50 bucks. You know, you're charging like next to nothing. But Uh at the time, I was like, man, I'm making 60 bucks for a shoot. This is crazy. (laughs) Um, And so it sort of snowballed from there, which I I feel really lucky. But at that time, it was mostly headshots, which um, was keeping me busy, but not necessarily keeping me fulfilled creatively.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: so I started reaching out and started doing like shoots for fun here and there and posting those on Instagram or whatever. And then when I graduated college, I had started working at Starbucks. That was like my, my day job. So I would go in at 4 a.m., leave hey. at like 8, 8.30, and then just have yeah. the rest of my day to do whatever creative thing I wanted to do, which was nice. It sort of made me nocturnal in a way because I was going to sleep at like seven or not really sleeping at all. But yeah, yeah. getting that, that work out of the way initially was nice because then you could just do whatever you wanted during the day. While I was working there, I was working so early and there was a studio down the street. So producers from the studio would come in really early while they were like getting the morning show prepped that they were working on. And cool. I would talk to them during the day. They ended up saying like, you don't really seem like you want to work at Starbucks. Like, why don't you start working at the studio? And I thought, okay, well that's more in line with what I want to be doing. So sure. So I started working there, not necessarily doing like I wasn't acting or even shooting anything. It was just sort of like being in that environment. Mm -hmm. Um, And the show a few months later ended up getting canceled. So that was the moment where I was like, okay, well, I could find another day job or I could really pursue what I want to pursue full time. I think I've built up enough steam, maybe enough clientele that that could be feasible. So I took the whatever severance pay I got from that and just kind of lived off that for a little bit. And here we are. That's, that's a great, great story. story.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's really wonderful that those those people took essentially like could see somebody who was like, you're not supposed to be here. This is not, mm. you know, and I think there needs to be more of that in the world, you know, yeah. like especially, yeah. I mean, this town everybody's hungry for stuff, because I live in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles, too. And I would love for someone to be like, this is not for you, girl. Let's go. Like,
2: oh, man, I mean, it was I do feel very grateful for that. In a lot of ways. It was tough and different from anything I'd ever done before. I mean, I basically was like a glorified spell check. That's like what I was Uh, doing every day. Yeah. that was, I mean, it helped me be here. So I'm, I'm grateful for it,
0: man. That just reminds, I I forgot about, I kind of had a similar, similar situation. I used to work at a deli and it was, you know, go in at four o'clock in the morning Sometimes work until two or three in the afternoon, but like spending that rest of the day, you know, hustling around trying to figure stuff out, you know, working on creative stuff. I kind of miss that. I miss that. I'm getting Mm. a little lazy with my age here these days. (laughs) But I miss that like that hunger for when you get off work to get some stuff done that you really want to get done. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Good times.
1: So I wanted to ask you. I know from from what I can tell from your Instagram, a lot of your shoots are also video too. Are you Mm. doing the video aspect or are you kind of doing the photography and somebody else is doing that whole thing? Like walk us through one of the big productions.
2: So there is tied into what I do a lot of video. I myself am not doing the video. I think there's so many talented people who do that so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So if I'm doing something on set where it's like a music video or something, then those are ones where you just kind of have to step in and get shots really quick in between.
1: Yep, yep, I feel yep, like
2: yep. those have doing a lot of those primarily when I was like really starting out really sharpened my tools because you just had to be so quick and you had right. to get the shot mm. so quickly so that they could move on to the next thing. Cause you know, music videos are always, it's always like, go, 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 go. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And I, I feel really grateful for that time. Cause I just learned so much. I learned a level of confidence that I don't know that I would have had because you just there's no room to be um, quiet or afraid you just have you see the shot you want and you kind of have to go for it so I'm not doing that as much anymore but that was such an exciting part of my career because like I said it just really was uh, instrumental in like shaping who I am now yeah but yeah I think there is like Almost to every set now, I would say there's a video element. I've found that people are wanting to capitalize as much as they can on right. a single shoot. So whether it's uh, video is priority and I'm shooting photo or photo is priority and someone is shooting video, there's a lot of tandem. Mm. Do, do you coordinate that or somebody else, like somebody bring you on as a photographer? I, you know, I've gotten this question before and yeah. it's sometimes difficult to answer questions like that because everything is such a case by case Mm, example. mm -hmm. Sometimes people have a ton of the process already laid out and I'm just kind of stepping in for my piece. Sometimes people come and want a full production. And so then we're figuring out all of those pieces. But I would say every single time, the only thing I know is that it's going to be different than yeah. The yeah. last time I did it. That that keeps it exciting at least. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so what do you think, man, just looking at going through and doing my homework on this episode of digging through your Instagram and stuff like that. You've worked with some, you know, incredible artists and stuff like that. What do you, what do you think your first like breakout moment was where you were kind of just like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. What, what's your, your first memory of just being like, Oh yeah, this is, this is what I'm doing type thing.
2: You know, I, I remember really vividly, this was maybe 2018, 2019 shooting photos for BJ, the Chicago kid. That one really sticks out to me because that was the first time that I was hired to photograph an artist that I listened to quite a bit and really enjoyed his music, enjoyed his artistry. So I feel like that one really has always stuck out to me as a moment where, Oh, an artist that I really respect and admire is coming to me because they respect and admire what I'm doing. And now we can kind of collaborate on, like something really cool so that one always has been really special to me because it was so wild to get an email like hey this artist that you listened to this morning <laughs> yeah yada, yada, yada. yeah so yeah 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 yeah, that was a cool one
0: damn i love hearing that that's so yeah. good uh
1: so i noticed the we are for film photography podcast i want to pick your brain about some some like film photography stuff please you shoot a lot of cine still would you say that's your favorite 800t you guys
2: <laughs> I'm not Uh-oh. being paid Uh-oh. right now. Yeah, here we go. It's okay. I think Cinestil is, I just love, first of all, I love the Cinestil team so much, but yeah. I yeah. Yeah, love Us too. their product and I love what they're doing. I just admire all of them so much. I think it, they're just so cool. I have individually and in group settings just, poured my love out to them because I just think (laughs) it's really cool to be in 2022 developing new film and making new things in something that's been around for so long I mean primarily 800T I just think it's so great and I'm I just love every time I get to shoot it I just love the colors and the the grain I just love everything that that film is specifically so like i said i am not this yeah this from my own heart and my own bank account i think yeah. they're the best
1: yeah, yeah I and mean, it definitely agree. lends itself well to your work too i mean geez. thank
2: you yeah, yeah i agree
0: yeah i feel like there is like a you do you have a definite look and style to, to I, I love that when you can, cause I, I'm terrible at that stuff. I, I wish I was a little more, you know, had some sort of like interior designer built inside of me or something <laughs> like that. But like going through your Instagram, I mean, it just looks so like that's, that's you, you know, and now, you know, just like studying your work and, and, and appreciating your work. I I, I definitely think if I'm like scrolling through and seeing a photo and not seeing the name, it's like, How did, how did you get to that? Like, where was it just like, this is what I want my stuff to look like? Was it just kind of like trial and error or did you have a vision? You know, what, how did you get to where you are today with that?
2: I I think a little bit of both. I think I had sort of an intention of what I wanted my things to look like or Mm -hmm. things that I was naturally drawn to. Most of the people that I hired to light my sets, are working primarily on like film sets. So um, I feel like that has really lent itself to really beautiful cinematic lighting that I could never do myself. I'm so grateful to have people who can do that and do that so well. But I I did set out for that to have one sort of cohesive look. I, I would love to find ways to continue with, have it still feel organic to me, but maybe find opportunities to make it a little lighter and brighter because so much of what I'm shooting is really, um, moody and a little bit darker, Mm um, which I like very much. Um, so right now I'm working on figuring out how to blend that into something that could be a little brighter or a little bit more just to find some versatility because I mean, like you're saying, I I just think it's so important to always be learning, always be hungry, always be uh, just making your art better and not getting stale or not sitting back on what you know is going to work. I mean, that's always the work that I'm drawn to is when I can tell people are like honing their skill. I think that's, as artists, I feel like that's as much our job as it is the work that we're hired to do. When you say it, it's it's it's
1: very true about like what you said, getting comfortable and just like knowing what works. Like, well, I shot weddings for years, and it was like really mm-hmm. like. I mean, weddings are it's this moment, then you get that moment, then you did this moment, and then that, and then you're done, and you just kind of go through it like clockwork. But yeah. but ha- ha- making sure to like, well, I'm. What if I tried something completely different at yeah. a wedding? Like yeah. you know, like what if I brought strobes on the dance floor or brought them out instead of you know whatever? It's it's it keeps you like. Keep well from number one, keeps you from going crazy <laughs> and just being like, I actually hate this. You can keep you know, keeping yourself inspired, but like, I don't know, I'm always searching for like what my style is, and I think like what you said, like changing it up is also like h- helpful, you know,
2: mm-hmm. man. I feel like weddings that's such a scary time to try something new too, because you, <laughs> you, there's why, really you no do over, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, man every wedding I've shot, I feel like that's, those are the days I sweat the most. Cause I don't do them often at all. Just Mm. for, I think I've maybe done three for friends. And every time I've done it, I'm like white knuckle on the camera (laughs) (laughs) because you just, you really like those days are so important. And hypothetically, you only ever get one. So you don't really get a do-over yeah. on that. You want to like really deliver
1: the best thing that you can. It's funny you say that because if, if now if I were like on a big set, like something like you're on, I'd be like, oh my God, all these people are depending on me. <laughs> you know, like- oh.
0: man that scares the crap out of me (laughs) speaking of so I I, you know it's it's well known on our podcast that I'm just like the personal work guy and I I'm just like I won't do this for because I don't want to ruin the purity of photography to me do you ever Mm -hmm. does does doing this as a full-time gig you know does that kind of wear you out on photography at all or are you still kind of you got the, you got the fire inside still, like, is there a personal work thing on the side that you do or, you know, where, where are you at with that?
2: Sure. I think I, I I will say this, when I really was feeling the way that you're describing, I had noticed that this was a while ago that I felt like everything that I was seeing in my own work and, on Instagram, or just sort of in general, all was starting to look kind of the same. I felt like Mm. I was falling victim to just seeing something that I liked and either trying to replicate that Uh or just not really experimenting or finding my own thing. And I think that realizing that, and then really trying to find stuff to shake it up, I feel like was a really important moment for me in my career, because as soon as I start to feel stagnant, or I start to feel um, sort of the way that you're describing, like, oh, this is a job or whatever. I've really tried to try something new or find different ways to make photography feel very tangible to me. I think that's where like a lot of the mixed media stuff was sort of birthed from just yeah. feeling Love like that stuff. Yeah. sort of removed from what I was creating and making it really physical and being able to like play with it and rip it up or cut it up or be yeah. less precious about what it was helped make me explore more and sort of sort of never get too comfortable in one thing. And I also just feel really grateful a lot of the time. I know there's some days that are stressful or hard or like you're not maybe doing like exactly what you want to be doing on that day. But even mm. on those days, I'm like, damn, I would ra- way rather be doing this than just about anything else. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, ha- I have really tried to not ever sit in, in something for so long just to just always keep moving forward. I think it just goes back to that, like hunger. Yeah.
0: Which is so important. I feel like if you wanna, if you wanna pursue something that you love so much as a as a career, I, I think you need to find the ways, like you like you described, of just keeping it keeping it real, keeping it interesting, mm-hmm. learning new things, finding mm-hmm. new inspirations. That's just so so important. I mean, yeah, mm, yeah.
1: I was just talking to Timothy before we got on. I was in sort of like a, a rut because. I always pictured my work to like look more like yours or like. You know, I came out to L.A. with that kind of mindset. Like, these are the kind of I want to photograph celebrities. I want to be on set and I want to be on, you know, movies and stuff like that. So I, 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 I've i been feeling like, well, I don't want to shoot anything unless it's that. Like I need to mm-hmm. book shoots and go make that kind of work, which I do. I still I'm still gearing myself up for that. But I I have a, a son now who's five months old and I've been photographing him a lot lately. And I just got these like three rolls back at the beginning of the week. And I'm like, yeah. I love photography so much. (laughs) Look how cute my kid is. This is the best. I can just, I just got to shoot photography and stop over, like, yes, do like focus on the career, like the the work that you want to make, but also like take pictures because it makes you happy. Mm. Totally. You know, man, a five month old. Congratulations. (laughs) First of all, that's
2: so exciting.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's the best. And now my muse.
2: (laughs) My best friend um, just had a baby six months ago. So he's been sort of my like son and world and everything. I'm just so yeah. obsessed yeah. with him. I can't yeah. imagine having my own. I feel like that's just so special. That's so
1: exciting. Yeah, and I I don't want to go too much into this because you know whatever. But like they everybody tells you like oh want you have weights this way and I'm like oh, yeah I know I can try get but I'm like I just telling my mom this morning I'm like I'm in love with him like yes. <laughs> every day I wake up I'm like I can't wait to just yeah i I never never knew it was like this it's it's just incredible oh so cool (laughs) but he's gotten he's gotten me back into like we were like you were saying like what i was rambling about like yes i want to make the work i want to make but i also like enjoy photography and need to get out of my head about it and just like go take pictures you know
0: yeah so is is kind of bouncing back to what we were talking about is is do you have any kind of side project stuff that you do or is it just strictly
2: what's your your personal work yeah what's your your... guys got so distracted no Um, no it's
0: all good all good
2: yeah I think there's um sort of like what I was saying earlier about wanting to find different avenues to incorporate what I've sort of established as my style or my point of view as a photographer but finding ways to brighten it up or how to incorporate that into different things. So I think for my, my personal work, it's like exploring that a little bit more and finding how I can get my groove there so mm. that I can start presenting that to be like, well, I could be moody and dark and colorful yeah. and grainy, but I can also incorporate that into something a little bit more. Uh, just like other venues so that I, I can be more, what's the word I'm looking for? I like, there's more opportunities for me to sort of be everywhere to put mm. my mark on all kinds of different things instead of feeling maybe like I can only do this one thing.
0: No. So, totally so get that.
2: for personal work, I've been exploring that and just trying to see what that looks like for me. And and I wanted to talk to you about your, you know, you went to school for acting, but it looks like you're
1: still, you're doing some stuff out here too, right? Yeah. How's that? I mean, I can imagine being on one like photo set and then and then you're like behind the camera, in front of the
2: camera on another set. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be kind of trippy. Yeah, I mean, I think for so long, I felt like you had to decide. You can only be mm-hmm. one artist. You can only yep. be one kind of, Creative. And I just feel like that's so limiting. I don't, in fact, I don't know that many creatives that are just one thing or just want one thing. They might have the thing that they love the most, but they also want to try this or they're interested in this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. feel like once I stopped telling myself, like, pick one, pick one, pick one, I just felt easier and lighter. And there wasn't so much pressure to be like, you have to be the best photographer. You have to be the best actor because allowing myself to be both, I think has made me a better photographer and a better actor because I didn't feel like you're only headed in one direction and you have to keep fighting for that. I think it's important, like we're saying, to be hungry and be, keep moving forward and keep working, but not to the point that it stunts your growth. And so after I graduated college, I had been, I mean, the, the coursework for that was so rigorous. We were going from mm-hmm. like seven in the morning until like sometimes 11 o'clock at night, just Oof. like running scenes and running monologues and learning lines and writing about your character's backstory that I think after two and a half years of that, I got my BFA in two and a half years. Cause they had a program that just allowed you to go straight through instead of taking summers off. So it was oh, like wow. four cool. years Jeez. crammed into two and a half, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but just doing that every day, all day, I think I had almost like burnout for a little bit yeah. where I was like, yeah. I know that I love to do this, but it wasn't, it didn't feel as fulfilling or I, I wanted to explore something else just to see like what other sides of my creativity were out there around the same time, that's when photo really started to pick up. So I really leaned heavy into that. And then for like three years, I was just doing photo and not really exploring acting at all. And so Mm. like two, three years ago, I was like, what are you doing? Like you, you can do both. That's where I sort of had the epiphany of like, come on, man, you can do it all. Like stop limiting yourself. You have time, you have the resources you have, the community and the friends to, to do it all. So do it all. Yes. Um, so, yes. so this year, my uh, one of my sort of resolutions, I suppose, was to write and star in four short films.
0: Oh, cool. Which is a lot yeah.
2: <laughs> of yeah. work. And I think perhaps a little over eager, but having that goal set out really put put that at the forefront for me, like allowing myself to focus on both. So I was lucky enough to reach out to the guys at CineStill and the short film sort of organically used film. I felt that film really lent itself to the script. And so um, we were able to shoot it on 16 millimeter. The guys at CineStill have been (gasps) so helpful. We shot three different film stocks and then to to go with each of the the film stocks. Obviously, CineStill has the stills film that matches that. So we were able to shoot a ton of their stills film that kind of correlates with each of the acts of the film. And it just was fun. I just um, am excited to be creating with no... Limitation. I feel like, like I said, my community is so large. I have so many friends who are so gifted. So, to be able to make this short film and make it as good as we did is a testament, one to my village, but also I think a testament to just allowing your art to be what it is and kind of set your ego of what art has to be aside. Mm. And so that has been really, really cool. A really fun experience. Where is it? How oh, can we, where can we, where can everybody see it? <gasps> okay. So we're still in post. Um, okay, okay. And okay. then <laughs> the plan is to do, I think we're at about 15 minutes right now. So we just, this last weekend did the last bit of pickups that we need. So we'll probably be cutting for <sighs> a little bit longer and then doing the score and doing any ADR that we need to do and all of that fun, exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, Holy cow. Yeah. So uh, the, the hope is to do the whole uh, film festival circuit and yeah, kind of explore explore that, see what that looks like, and then maybe try a couple different other things with it. But definitely we're doing a premiere. So when when we do that, I'll let you guys know. Yes, yeah. please. That's, oh my God, that sounds so cool. Yeah, Yeah, it was really, really fun. I feel really, really excited about that. And also just excited to be exploring who I am as an artist instead of trying to limit what that is or what that has to be. I think just
1: having that okay in your mind to do that is like huge because I've, there's different avenues that I'm like, oh, I would love to like direct something or I would like to get into involved in like music on, on like the management end or like all these like things that I, you know, when I was younger, wanted to, to try. And I'm like, well, or like casting, like, yeah. And why not? There's, you're, it's <laughs> yeah, nev- yeah. Like, Really? Like, it's yeah. never like, at the okay. So what you try and it doesn't work out. At least you tried, you know, that whole thing. But, sure. but honestly, like, I don't know that, like my fire's going, Alex, you got me all <laughs> excited again. It's,
2: I, 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 mean, I hope, I hope that we all start to feel that way. I mean, I think it goes back to sort of what I was saying earlier. Like, Even when there's, because it's not easy being an artist every day. It's hard. Mm. It's like emotionally draining Mm -hmm, a lot. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think challenges my ego in a lot of ways. It's like a very humbling job, but also like really fucking cool that we get to do this. And that this (laughs) is like our life. And it does take a certain level of risk that is scary and could take however long to pay off and that like fear of the unknown. I know that's something that I've definitely struggled with feeling like, but is this like a calculated risk that I want to take or yep, whatever? But I also don't want to look back and be like, fuck, what if, or, or yep. I don't know. I also just think if you pursue anything long enough, finally, someone will be like, okay, come yes. on. <laughs> All right. You've been yeah, doing this yeah. long enough. Just we'll, Whatever. So I think that sort of like hopeful persistence is something that I'm really trying to work on. That's so good.
0: Again, needed to hear that Uh, just because (laughs) I am in, you know, I feel the same. I'm in a constant battle over like creating music and doing photography. There's Mm. like if I take a day off one of my days off and I'm like, oh, I'm going to, you know, mess around on the guitar and try to record something the the you know photography guy in the back of my head is like Mm -hmm. man you're not going out there and doing photos or doing research and you're not you're cheating on your your main passion why does it have to be my main passion why can't i just just be all consuming and and just be one bubble instead of like being so, yeah, yeah. I needed to hear that. Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I listen. I'm saying it, but I need to hear it. I feel like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like it's so easy to be like, come on, you can be all kinds of artists. You can do it. Yeah. But it's walking that walk is really difficult. So every day, it's like, like I was saying, that hopeful persistence. Like you just, it's not going to be easy every day. But that's oh, yeah. also there's something kind of nice in knowing that too. Like, okay, well, I have hard days ahead. I've had hard days behind me. I hope this doesn't sound like bullshit, but I think that's helped me a lot knowing like, okay, well, there's gonna, it's gonna be tricky sometimes. But then Mm. also the payoff is that some days it's gonna be really fucking great.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
2: having all of that working around in my brain, it took me longer than I wanted to, but. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, let's go.
0: It just reminds me of when we had, uh, Ed Templeton on the show. He's, Mm -hmm. you know, painter, professional skateboarder, photographer. And one of our listener questions was kind of like, if you had to choose one, you know, painting or photography kind of thing for the rest of your life, like what? what? And he's like, And and me, I brought this topic up the same. I was like, boy, I'd get so, you know, just how I said, I'd be frustrated that I was picking one over the other. And he was just like, you know, don't be frustrated over that. Be frustrated on those days where you spend like four hours on YouTube or watching TV or, you know, scrolling mindlessly on your phone, not being creative at all, you know, where you're just kind of. And and when he said that I was just kind of like, "Oh yeah, that's right." You know, mm. I at least I'm doing something. I'm per I'm putting my heart into something that day and yeah. and there is something very fulfilling from that. And cuz there's there's days where I don't feel like doing anything, you know, where I'm yeah. just sitting yeah. and being all boo-hoo about everything and like that never pays off. But when I, you know, learn something new on the guitar or write a song or, you know, develop some film and and see what I've God, you know it's there's if you're always pushing forward and doing something you know that you love it kind of kind of feels a lot better than when you're (laughs) when you're not you know what
2: I'll say too though because one I agree with everything that you're saying I think that's also important but also recently I've been like trying to allow myself grace to have those days that are like oh boo hoo! or like those times Mm -hmm. where you do just scroll on youtube for four hours and like you've watched 17 videos on god knows what you can't even tell what you watched Uh because i found that if i have that time to just like totally shut my brain off or be sort of like whiny that the next day is usually like a really fulfilling Uh creative day because i allowed myself to have that time. And of course, you don't want to sit in that for six months. But though, I feel like allowing myself to have relaxed time has made my productive time, like even more productive, because I'm not feeling like I have to do this 24 seven. It's like, okay, well, I can do this, like in this chunk of time. And then like, when I feel like I need a break, then take a break. And even like on the boohoo days where you're like, Oh, i'm sad that i didn't get this because i'm i've had those days too and have yeah. them still mm-hmm. but i i really have this year set out to be like just let yourself feel those things because mm-hmm. those feelings like suck but they're also important to yeah. your growth as an artist
0: and your mind <laughs>
1: yeah yes it, it's true like like you said like giving yourself grace is so important. Especially like for me, I mean, this is before I was like a mom before I was like married when I first came out to LA I was like I have to hustle every day. I have to call people. I have to send emails. And then if, if I if for whatever reason I wasn't that day, I would be, beat myself up. Like, look you didn't even send one email or you didn't you didn't look up anything and like what are you supposed to do? And like and, and that's like mentally way worse than just mm-hmm. being like, All right, today I can't for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. And I'm going to just go for a walk and, and breathe the fresh air and I'm going right. to take it as a day and then try again tomorrow and then come back at it like okay, I'm excited again, you know, versus like feeling all down about it. It's tr- totally. It's very, that's probably the best advice i think
2: is like (laughs)
1: just chill out for a second you're doing guys you're doing you're doing
2: okay we're all okay well i think as artists we just don't like no one is really showing us the path to like how to be the best artist that you can be so i feel like we all are sort of trying to figure it out on our own and it's so true like you can sit there and get like start to beat yourself up about not sending emails or not doing x y and z Like, that's so easy to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I feel the thing that has helped me be the most productive is trying to get rid of as much of that as I can. I love it.
0: Well, and there's such a, it, it just, just popped in my mind. There's such a, I think we all deal with, you know, you hear it a lot with the imposter syndrome and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, maybe more so in the future, being an artist and and being a creator and a creative and doing all this stuff will be kind of the norm. But I think we're still kind of coming from an era of where if you're not like a forklift driver making... Can $27 an hour, fulfilling these, like, you know, get your haircut, get a job, do this, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. There's still that. We're still not that far away from that frame of thinking. You know, things have really changed in the last, you know, couple years, 10, 15, 20 years of where being an artist is 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 a full-time job, yeah. you know, is yeah. like a respectable gig. And I, I still feel like there's just people, because I talk to, you know, I work in a music store, I talk to my coworkers about, you know, photography and people that we've talked to on the podcast that are like really doing it with and like living out their dreams and stuff like that. And they're just like, I don't get it. They take, fo-, you know, and it's just like, I think as more time goes on, that's going to be a little... Well, I think it'll just be the norm, you know, and we're still just kind of racing away from this whole you got to have a job, you got to do this, you got to this, 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 like this (laughs) whole like, I don't know. I don't know what that word is of what it's called. But I I just feel like that kind of hinders people a little bit too. like where you feel like you are. Well, at least me personally, I, I wouldn't say I had like strict family and stuff like that that always felt that way or but but there's just always kind of that. I don't know looking over your shoulder type thing. Like, am I working hard enough? Am I doing the right thing type, type? Totally. Uh,
2: Especially if you don't have a paycheck coming every two weeks. So it's easy to sit here and, and work incessantly. If you know that you're the only person responsible Uh for your income and making that happen. That is the ultimate push to yeah. keep going is like, yeah. well, oh, I have yeah. to oh, yeah. pay rent. I have to make sure that something happens. And so I'm sitting here saying like, it's okay to take a day off. But it, <laughs> I mean, I definitely there have been times where I'm like, I can't take a yeah. day off. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. take a day off. So yeah, there's so many factors of having that sort of ultimate trust in yourself or trust that it's going to be okay, that it's going to work itself out is... That's a learned skill, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally I agree.
2: Did you, you say your mom was a photographer, right? Is that yeah, I actually, my whole family is like very sort of interestingly creative. My mom is a graphic designer, sort of that's like her job, that's what she went to school for, and then through that, also picked up photography. So, um, a lot of her friends were also photographers. So, I feel like I grew oh, cool. up like seeing them work or seeing them in the studio or then, um, learning how to develop my own film. Um, my dad is not really an artist by trade, but is just the most incredible doodler I've ever seen. Like there's just like scraps of paper around the house that have interesting drawings. Like I think his brain is just always sort of working in like illustration mode. Um, and then my brother, my younger brother is, I, say the most talented harper by far he's just like cool and sort of like my dad can draw anything and just is like an artist through and through Ooh. like he's mm. i think similar to what you were talking about earlier like this idea of like not really watering down the craft he's like so an artist and he's I just think he's so cool.
0: Uh, That's
1: awesome. Yeah. I love to hear that that it's like runs in the family. And, in the bloodline. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, and, you know, I had really supportive parents, too. Like, they were never like, you, like, you need to get a real job. They were just like, like, I said this before on the show, but they they would be more upset if I quit
2: mm-hmm. photography.
1: You know, they'd be like, what do you, well, what else, like, what do you what like yeah. what are you gonna do? Like they they never were like well maybe you should try getting like thank God but it's it's great that to hear that like it seems like your family would probably be like what you're not gonna do photos what are you talking about Or you're not gonna <laughs> yeah. do your
2: art like stop I um I I think that that's a part of it that sometimes I do take for granted that is mm-hmm. such a the luxury I think in a lot of ways that I just never had to do the mental gymnastics of that pressure from your family yeah, to like yeah. prove to them that you're worthy mm-hmm. of being an artist. I think like having that from the start already provides such a a cushion. Yeah. Their opinion means so much to me. I think it would be so difficult if I didn't also have their support. So, yeah. I totally agree with you. Like having that is is so nice. <laughs> Just like sorry,
1: like this like random thing, but like any time I'm like guys, I have prints for sale. Like my first order is like my mom, (laughs) like always. I'm like mom, I can I'll I can I'll send you. Yeah, I'll just
0: give you you one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My dad is this is the same way. I had just uh, recently some of my work was in a magazine, and I had told him at like one o'clock and at like one fifteen, I had pictures from him at a Barnes and Noble buying like all (laughs) the copies that they had, which was really nice. I love it.
0: It's so good to have that support. Jeez.
1: Yeah, right? Mm. Alex, I, just, I guess I just kind of want to ask, like, do you have any future? I'm sure, like, we were talking about, like, all the things you you see yourself doing, but anything on the horizon coming up? Like, besides, we're super excited for the, the short, but any, yeah. like, photo books, any, like, anything cool like that you want to do in the future?
2: Man, I mean, I think I sort of have aspirations to do it all. I feel like certain things are in my horizon, but nothing's like in the pipeline just yet. Like yeah, something that yeah. I'd love to do. I'd love to put together a book of my work, I, but I think <sighs> the the thing that's going to get will be tricky for me is I, I'll, I'm sure every photographer is so specific on how they do it, but I, yeah I just feel like until I really know like what I want to say with that or yeah. what Um, What that means to me, like, that's a a long term goal that I'm will hope to do one day, but nothing right now. I think the thing that took so much of my creative energy currently was the short and seeing that through and making that the best thing that it could be. And that was the thing that felt like, I have to make this I have a vision for what I want this to be. This is the thing I need to make right now. And so I, I'm hopeful that one day I'll feel that way about a book or an exhibit or, or something, but.
0: Oh, I'm sure um, you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: And I feel like your, your, your work is the kind of work that like in, you know, 20 years you could put out like a book that's like, oh, look at all these artists when they were like young mm-hmm. and like at the beginning of their career or whatever, you know, like your, your work could stand a test of time. Like oh, you don't have to you. put it out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll be right back with a listener question for Alex right after this message from our sponsor just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon only develop and hang nights. Now we've done a bunch of these already. They're a ton of fun. We develop some film. We hang out. We talk shop. We laugh. We also try to get a former guest to hang out and develop with us as well. Now, if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to help support the show. All right, guys, this is a part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from at KLG2303, and they wanted to know suggestions to break into the industry.
1: This is a very good question, because I'm also Yeah, Chris, <laughs> Chris is on. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I want to know.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I feel sort of, I have two answers to this, because yeah. I feel like there's sort of two two things that I feel like are really important. Um, I think just on sort of a, a actionable thing that you can do is reaching out to people and seeing if they need any BTS or photos like that. I think that was something that was really helpful for me in the beginning. And I was, I sort of stumbled onto music video sets doing a lot yeah. of behind the scenes for them. I feel very grateful to the directors and and the teams of those videos who kind of just let me like really be in in the cut so that you could get these really beautiful photos and portraits that maybe looked a little bit more professional than what I was actually there to do. But also you just learn so much. I I feel like that time taught me so much about how I want my sets to run and seeing Mm. These people sort of like helmed their sets and how they spoke to people and the way that they just made the day run was some schooling that I didn't even know that I needed or even really oh, that I was getting wow. at that time. I just yeah. felt like when I have control of the set, this is how I want everyone to walk mm-hmm. away feeling. Mm, or even sometimes is, like this yep. is how I, I don't want people to feel or this is how... Like I want to conduct myself in a way where I walk away feeling like, okay, I feel, I feel proud of that because I think that influences, I know this is sort of tangential, but I do feel like that influences so much of the end result. Yeah. Of course things get tense or they get rushed or time gets tightened or whatever, but having just a general like good spirit on set, yes, I think yes, yes, creates the best work for everyone involved. And then you, you really create. I mean, you spend so much time with people on set; they become family quickly. So yeah. I don't want to talk. I mean, I don't want to talk badly to people in general, but I really don't want to talk badly to my family. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I think doing BTS and getting that experience, I think is such a helpful way to hone your craft and really learn quickly and start to uh, meet people who can then hire you to do the stills or hire you to do whatever the next thing is. I think that is my big piece of advice, I suppose. But then also just that the like hopeful perseverance, I feel like is also just as important in knowing Mm -hmm. like, you are going to succeed, you just have to continue to work on it. And you have to continue to work and you have to continue to learn and to grow and to be just moving forward. I feel like that's just as important as the technical side of it. I I want to get that tattooed on me
1: now, hopeful (laughs) perseverance. ooh, Because it's like, it's such a... (sighs) Man, Alex, that's so good. <laughs> it's just like exactly, you know you you've got to. I'm yeah. just. I'm well, it's feel, so true.
0: If if you're yeah, not yeah. moving forward, and you're not pushing to, you're not pushing forward. You're not trying yeah. to do the next like right thing. Yeah. You try to yeah. just like keep doing it. You know, you're just gonna go backwards, or you're not gonna right. go anywhere. And that's just that's worse. Almost when you're just like yeah, yeah, like two really really good answers. Because yes. I can, I I've assisted on a on music videos when I was living in Nashville you know what I mean like just the the family aspect and the connections you make with doing stuff like that you know is because then they're like oh yeah who was that guy that ran grip on the on the set that time and it's like oh yeah it was Tim let's give him a call see if he's free this week and you know it's it's just so get your foot in there keep moving forward like really great answer awesome 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 Okay. So yeah, we have a two-part camera question. This is probably like one of the first episodes where we didn't like talk about gear during the yeah. show at all. So this is kind yeah. of cool. You know I'm what?
2: A- that makes a lot of sense. I feel often like I when I'm speaking about gear, I feel like... Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah like, exactly. I have, no idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, then these I didn't might mean be- to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 no. It's good. So this might be hard or easy for you. I don't I'm not sure. We'll see. So it's a two-part camera question. The first part of the camera question is the Desert Island camera. You know, it's the mm. camera that you love. And, you, you know, it's the only one you can take with you for the rest of your life. What's it going to be and why?
2: Okay. So <laughs> I feel... I know. It's a terrible question. (laughs) Okay. If I have, I have, I'm cheating because I do have two answers again for this. Okay. I I usually will, I think my biggest deficit, perhaps, as a photographer is that once I find a a camera that I like, I just do not care to try anything else. Mm. I'm not curious. I'm not like, I just love this piece of equipment and that's what I want to use. I feel so often that's like, those are so such easy conversations on set. Like, Oh, what are you shooting with? Oh, have you tried this? And every yeah. time those conversations come up, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just like the things that I like. And I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I. But this, so the short answer is currently my medium format camera that I use the most, I have a few, but the one I use, the most is the Mamiya 645,
0: which Ooh. is obviously hmm. very
2: small and compact. I, I want a 6-7, so I've been on the hunt for something um, a little bit larger, but that was my first medium format camera. I feel so comfortable. It feels like, I don't know, it almost feels like a Pokemon that just like it yeah. feels like an extension of me that's like sort of always around. I feel like I yeah. always know how images are going to look. I feel so comfortable with that piece of gear. Knowing like all of the settings just feels so intuitive. It feels mm. like I just don't even really have to think about it. I know technically it's not the best camera or the thing that's maybe going to get me the best quality image. So I'm I'm on the hunt. <laughs> for huh. something a little bit larger but that camera i love so much it's a great
1: camera yeah
2: and then sort of a uh, like silly i feel like i would just bring around a polaroid forever like if that was oh. like really my desert island yeah. camera i just feel like <laughs> that could be something that just is so i mean of course then you have to just buy the packs and packs and packs and packs of yeah, 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 film yeah. for that but I don't know. I just feel like there's something so tangible about getting it right away. It's sort of like the best of both worlds where you get the feeling of film with the immediacy of digital. Yep. So that's my two-part cheating answer.
0: Man, so good, though, because you said yeah. something that was so important that we tried. I mean, Chris and I are, are like gluttons for cameras. So it's kind of <laughs> tough know. for us to, to be on the end of like, you know, but it is so important to find that one camera and learn the shit mm-hmm, out of mm-hmm, it until mm-hmm. you don't even, you know, you probably don't even think about it anymore when you're using it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're just you know what to do when yeah. you have it in your hand. And and when you have something that you got to like think about it and do this and do that, it's the worst, you know, it really hinders you from, you know, getting the images that you, that you need, that you need to get.
2: I think specifically with, film cameras, I found myself sort of hesitant to try something new. And I Mm. think part of that is not knowing if you've loaded it correctly Mm -hmm. or not knowing like what's going to happen. So I keep trying to find opportunities where I can have the time to experiment or really like learn how to load something new so that I can bring it on and feel competent when I'm on set. But that I think that's my thing that I want to work on in twenty twenty two is yeah. being a little bit more courageous with my yeah. grabbing a new camera.
0: It's a good goal though. Because it's yeah. it's fun. It's just fun too. Like mm-hmm. it's so much fun. All right, so we'll give you so this kind of ties into part two of this question. Yeah. It's it's cool. the white whale camera. Is there a camera that you do have your eye on that you've always wanted to shoot or that you have <laughs> shot and you just can't like you just want it so bad?
2: Oh, uh, uh. Um, (laughs) you know what i'll say i don't have a specific camera in mind but i really want to explore large format that's something that i've never played around with i don't even know where i would begin yeah so that is something that i would really like to have the opportunity to explore and yeah. like get to try and do in the near future i think that's like the next thing that i want to explore
0: man imagine her work on a four I by know. five or eight <laughs> by ten geez come on yeah dig in get get do your it. hands do on it, something do it.
2: <laughs> okay you have my word i'll figure something yeah. out
0: yes. <laughs> yes yes i love it
2: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: well great well, answers Alex- yeah. Yeah.
1: These are great answers. I. This was like such a good, like inspiring conversation. So thank yeah. you for spending the time with us. Where can everybody check out your
2: work, your website, Instagram? What, what do you want to plug? Ha ha ha, ha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So everything is pretty streamlined across the board. It's just my name, Alex G Harper. Someone already had Alex Harper, so I added the G <sighs> in there. Got a little middle name plug. So yeah. yeah. Uh, alexgharper.com. Alexgharper on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Don't don't explore yeah. me on those platforms because there's nothing to look for. But Instagram <laughs> and a website that'll be interesting perfect timothy where are you
0: guys head over to instagram twitter and even tiktok i always forget about tiktok it's at timothy makeups uh i have some youtube videos i haven't updated in a while i'm sorry i know but they're film photography related youtube videos easiest way to find those just go to the search bar type in timothy makeups you'll find a bunch of my stuff there chris where are you (laughs)
1: So, I am Chris B Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on in- Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. Yay! And that's it. Alex, oh, baby. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> you, guys. This was so much fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Awesome. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: All right, first off, Chris and I would like to thank Alex for coming on the show. It was great getting to hang out with you and talk about your photography, and we love what you're doing. You have such an incredible style. We can't wait for your short film to come out. Just an all-around great episode, and we can't thank you enough for taking the time to hang out. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. For only a buck, you can get the show two days early. We also have our Patreon-only develop and hang nights, Chris and I are going to be doing a weekly wrap-up show, and we have a bunch of other stuff over there. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to support the show. For all the Patreons out there that already helped support the show, guys, we do not know what we would do without you. That's going to be it. Until next week, we will see you with an all-new episode. Later.
1: At Highland, we're all about celebrating
2: little wins